Alright, let's get this thing rolling. Dude, I'm making a podcast right now. What do you want to make? It's Camp Citrus, the podcast. Let's make something. We can do this every Wednesday. It's like an audio art show. Let's get creative. I think it's starting. Hey, what's up? Check it out. We're back at it. It's Wednesday. Another episode. Camp Citrus the Podcast, episode seven. I'm super excited to be here. I want to say thank you once again to all the listeners, everyone who shared this. Big shout out to my man Mike. I see you on social media shouting out, pushing the Camp Citrus the Podcast. I appreciate it. I, I can see the analytics, and and it's growing. Uh, I, I appreciate it to everybody, man. Thank you so much. Uh, it makes me happy to be here. It makes me happy to do this. So uh, I just definitely want to say thanks a lot to uh, all the support, man. So uh, speaking of support, I wrote some more sponsors. We're trying to get some sponsors. Who will be the first sponsor? I don't know. Uh, I know I've gotten a lot of responses, but it's like, it's like, it's like jumping through hurdles, man. Or what do they say? Uh, yeah, man. It's like, I gotta, I gotta do like an obstacle course for this. You know, it's like I get redirected and then they want me to send them more stuff and send them links and send them this and that. And I have this and that. So I send it and, uh, hopefully somebody, you know, you gotta, you got to play the game to win, man. So hopefully somebody will uh, pick us up and uh, we'll have a sponsor, man. And then I can go out in the streets and say, I got a podcast and we're sponsored by whoever. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Hopefully that will happen by next week. I'm not really sure, but there is uh, communication. So, you know, if you were real worried about if I was going to get a sponsor, sleep easy tonight. It might happen. Um, oh, I sure hope I do. That would be awesome. So, uh, the Fozzie the Bear. You know, I've been talking about this one for a long time. I said last podcast that I, I, w- I would immediately go inside and finish it, which did not happen, unfortunately. I did go inside and work on it. It's still getting pushed back and... Um, so I, I'll put pictures up at some point, but, um, I mean, this is a tough one, man. I'm doing things I haven't done before. There's some like weird lighting things. So it's Fozzie the bear. He's like in a comedy club telling jokes with the mic. It looks amazing, but man, when you're like the way that spotlights hit him, I don't know, man. It just makes it a little more difficult. And then the fact that it's a watercolor, it's kind of like difficult for me to show the proper lighting technique. I just don't know exactly what I'm doing. So this one takes time, man. But I'm going to have that up on Instagram and it will be like uh, all the whole process will be documented. And um, I'll post that hopefully soon because I feel like this is the never ending project and I'm really ready to start some new stuff. Oh, I got an update on NFTs. Um, I still don't know what they are. So I I do I'm get I'm, so I've been searching. If you don't know what an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token and it's basically um something like a just picture it like as if it was like a digital photograph that was on the internet but could not be duplicated. So basically, like they put it in a blockchain and then there's only one, even though it's like it could be a video or anything. Uh, it's there's just one. So like whoever the sole owner is of that owns that NFT. And, you know, that's one of my things is I wanted to make one for this podcast. And that's not impossible or out of reach. It's just I'm so busy. I don't know when that will happen, but. Uh, one thing I did see that is crazy is like, there's this guy, 
he's out there in the world. And uh, his name is, I don't know his real name, but his name is Burnt Banksy. And he's basically like this NFT, like cryptocurrency, like um, influencer type of person. He like really believes in this kind of stuff. So he got the funding to buy a Banksy print, right? So he bought this Banksy print called Morons, which was basically like a screen print Banksy did of these people at an art act auction. And so this guy, Burnt Banksy, spent $95,000 of other people's money and bought this print. And then they digitized it, which I'm assuming just basically means they took a picture of it or, you know, scanned it into a computer or whatever. And then the guy, like, videoed himself burning the original Banksy screen print, which is just so crazy. And then they, like, called this art. And, like, in the little article that I was reading about this, it was like, this is, like, the new thing. It's like people are getting this artwork and destroying it, which is just so stupid. I mean, I get it, like, uh, in the sense with, like, the Hungry Artist, which I don't know if you know what that is, but, like, that's basically, like, there's this one artist who made an art piece called Comedian. And what he did was he taped a banana to a wall with duct tape. And it was $120,000. And then another artist was at the gallery or whatever. And he just came up and, and took the banana off the wall and ate it. And he titled that Hungry Artist, which was like, you know... um, like, like I guess live art. I don't know. I don't know what all this stuff is. I mean, art is just getting so crazy. Um, I mean, I get the comedian. You know, it's a banana duct tape to a wall. Um, I get the concept of that where... So the guy... The reason it was duct taped to the wall was because he was working on all these sculptures and paintings of bananas... So every like hotel room and house that he stayed in, he was duct taping a banana to a wall for like inspiration and, you know, as like reference. And so I guess in the end, he found that to be the most intriguing piece of his collection. The thing I don't get about that is that he put a hundred and twenty thousand dollar price point on it which doesn't make any sense i mean first of all the bananas are organic so it's gonna rot i mean i don't know and then you know i don't understand like this other artist came up and just grabbed it off the wall and ate it like was there an exchange of money was that his buddy was this planned um you know, and then you you got this guy burning Banksy's paintings, which, you know, it's just just inconceivable that you would actually buy a painting for $95,000 and then burn it uh, because you believe in NFTs so much. Uh, that's crazy to me. And then I but I do love the Banksy uh where he shredded his own artwork. Like, I don't know if you know what that is, but basically, like, these people bought Banksy's artwork at an auction. And almost immediately after they bought it, you know, Banksy had a remote control where there was a shredder in the frame of the painting. And the painting just went through the shredder. And uh, it stopped about halfway. Or maybe three-fourths of the way. Whatever. But the ironic thing about that 
And the reason I kind of liked it was because, A, it's his artwork and he did the damage. But then it actually increased the value to the buyer where, you know, I'm sure as soon as they bought it and it started going through that shredder, they were probably freaking out. But ended up working out for him, man. I think it almost like doubled the price. I don't know. You could Google that one. But uh, I don't really know how I got on this topic. But uh, anyhow, I was like going. <laughs> let me just segue like totally away from that. Well, how did I get on that? I don't know. But those are, that's just. Uh, oh, that's the NFTs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we'll, we'll try to get an NFT and maybe auction that off. It's not going to be like a $100,000 piece. I can guarantee you that. I don't even know what that guy's burnt Banksy. Like, I wonder what that morons is like auctioning at right now. I have to look that up, maybe give you an update on the next one. Or you could pull out your phone and Google it yourself. Uh, I will definitely be Googling that probably tomorrow. But, um, yeah, so... NFTs, that's whole cap on that. Then, uh, oh, yeah, and all that's like tied in with cryptocurrencies, which like, I don't, I you know, like cryptocurrencies, I, I do believe in just in the fact that like the dollar seems like it's gone to, sh the dollar is like kind of fading, man. I don't know if you, you know, like, you know, you got, I'm not going to talk politics or any of that stuff, but. I don't know, man. It just seems like we will go to a digital currency. And if I was writing like a science fiction movie or something, my uh, my theory would be like, yeah, in like 50 years, you go to buy a house and somebody's like, yeah, man, that's going to be like two Bitcoins, three Ethereums and, uh, you know, 40 Doge or whatever. I don't know what they are, what those cryptos are, but uh Maybe something like that, you know, like how we have the $100 bill, the $50 bill, and we have quarters, and, you know, we have different dominations, denominations of money. Maybe that's how crypto will be, man. There is room for them all to work out. I don't know. Look, I don't, I don't know anything about what I'm talking about. So just, as I was saying, like, if this is my science fiction novel right here, um... Yeah, maybe one day you will be able to go buy a house and it work out like that. I don't know. I mean, no one believed in Bitcoin, and I think that's worth like $60,000 right now. So, you know, who am I to say what's... I don't know, man. But anyhow, the other day I was going through my um, CDs and records and stuff, and uh, I was noticing that there's like, such a such a great amount of art in those crates man like uh i don't really want to like i think i may do an episode on this so i would just if you, the one that caught my eye the most was the jizza liquid swords genius wu-tang clan liquid swords that album cover is like hand-drawn and it really kind of looks like something you would do like, like in the middle of um, like a science class, like it's like a chessboard where uh, the guy, you know, the guys are actually like fighting and it, it's so awesome. Uh, that one really caught my eye and it just made me start thinking about like all of the album covers that are artwork, like Molly Hatchet and uh, there's a ton of them. I don't, but uh, yo, so. If you're listening to this and you have a favorite album cover artwork, hit me up, man. Hit me up on Twitter and uh, let me know what your what the what your favorite album cover artwork is, because I might compile like a list and do a whole episode on that. But uh, yeah, man, that genius, man. Good gracious, Liquid Swords. He he had a he had a tough one, man. That one was was awesome. So yeah, that's uh something that. I noticed too. And then you got Drew Struzan. I don't know if you know who Drew Struzan is, but he did a lot of album artwork. And um, you definitely know his artwork. Uh, he did all of the Star Wars posters, all of the Indiana Jones posters, the Goonies poster, 
Adventures in Babysitting. He did basically like all of the 80s movie posters. But before he was doing movie posters that are super iconic in uh, basically any hand-drawn movie poster, like Hook. I mean, they're endless, man. I think Back to the Future, all of them. Um, those are all done by Drew Struzan. So you just, if, that guy is amazing. And uh, if you really, really want to get into Drew Struzan, uh, I think on Amazon Prime, there's a documentary called Drew. And it's super good. It's crazy. But yeah, that guy did all of the artwork. He did a bunch of album, musical album covers too. Like Alice Cooper, uh, a whole bunch of them, man. But man, yeah, looking at that stuff made me think of him. And uh, that guy's so amazing, man. It really, that's one of those things that just slips under your brain's radar, man. You know, like you've seen every one of those movies and you never stop to think like, oh, this guy did this is the same guy that did that one, that did that one, that you know, like, so big ups to Drew Struzan, man, uh, that guy's like one of my idols, for sure, I, I really, really love that guy, so, I know I didn't, I'm just kind of skipping around, sorry about that, but I know I didn't put the, uh, Fonzie the Bear on Instagram, man. Instagram is that's just so busy, and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff, man. It's like a mystery to me, man. It's so hard to keep up, and it's so hard to get traction, and it's, you know, I'm not even worried about it. I just want that to be like a reference point. But I have been working pretty diligently on the website CampCitrus.com. You can check me out on Instagram or Twitter at Camp Citrus. But CampCitrus.com is like home base right now. And uh, it's getting there. Uh, you know, like like I said, that's pretty much going to always be a work in progress. And I don't know if it'll ever be finished, but it's getting a little closer, man. And uh, starting to look like a little bit more like I want it to. So, oh, man, you know, that would be that's something you might want to check out. Yeah, check it out. And uh, we're going to put some more products. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some more products up there. You know, it's got a bunch of stickers and stuff. If you want a sticker, man, hit me up. Just write me. I, you know, you don't have to go through that. If you listen to the podcast, I'll definitely come up with uh, a discount code. But that's, you know, I, like I said, I don't do web design. I don't do any of that stuff. This is all just kind of like me trying to figure everything out. So, you know, it may take me 30 minutes to figure out how to change like the shipping and handling. But I'm getting it all done. Everything's working out real well. I got the website kind of going the way I want to. Uh, I put the podcast up there. There's like a little gallery. I got all my stickers. Um, I don't know. It's just something I'm working on constantly. So that's, that's something that I'm kind of trying to direct people to. If you know, if you don't have Instagram, if you don't have Twitter, hit me up on the on the website. Um, that's always a major plus for me because it's just it's like another another piece of art to me man uh speaking of art that i'm trying to learn uh signed up for classes over at nc state and uh we're t i'm taking advanced screen printing uh it's a six-week course i'm super excited i've taken it multiple times but it's one of those things where, man, like they just have all of the equipment and, you know, a professor or an artist in there that will help me kind of get what I need to get. And uh, I've got so many ideas. Um, it doesn't start for a couple weeks, so I'm going to start laying out what I want to do. But it's silk screening. And to be honest with you, I'm only going to do T-shirts and uh, all the T-shirts that I do will be available for sale on the website campcitrus.com. I'm pretty excited. I've got I've got a couple already pretty much ready to roll out. But uh, one thing is when I was in Asheville, I went to this one place and they had their like all of their merch was like soccer was like like soccer gear. 
I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's like soccer stuff normally comes with like a, almost like a patch. It looks like a patch or like a shield or like, um, you know, it's it's kind of like it's just a lot of like, ah, I don't know, like. I don't know. It's so dope, though. Like, I just love that. Like, where it's, like, right over your heart and then maybe something on the arm. And uh, so I, I, that's, like, one thing I really want to design is, like, the Camp Citrus soccer jersey uh, type of um, garment. You know, I definitely want to do, like, hoodies, maybe even some, like, T-shirt hoodies, Um I'm definitely doing t-shirts, man. That's like my 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 passion right there. I, I love, I've been doing t-shirts for years, but I kind of just got into screen printing. Um, I wanted to create, I'm going to create a new, another Camp Citrus logo, like a new logo. I, I guess a couple of them, because I want to have the soccer patch. I want to have, I got the double skulls. I want to have, um you know a bunch of them just like kind of like for all kinds of shirts and garments or whatever you know uh, speaking of garments too man I, I don't know if you know this but if like if you ha if you're an artist and you have like these little cool doodles or designs you can get um you know lids the hat store there's also a website called custom lids owned by lids and where you can just like make your own hat like they'll put your design on a hat, which uh, it's pretty awesome, man. It's a little expensive if you just get one, but you know I don't know what your finances are, but it may be worth it for you, especially you know if you wear a hat all the time. You know having your own design on there, pretty awesome. So I may get some of those made up. I'll probably get some skateboards made up. You can do that at uh, what is that? Uh, I think it's CVV. That that might be what it's called. CVV.com. They make uh, custom skateboards for like whatever design you want to put on there. I'm gonna definitely do that. I'm gonna have all this stuff up on uh, CampSisters.com. Another thing I'm really interested in is uh, because we I, I'm having such a hard time getting these sponsors, man. I may just make a commercial for my own <laughs> website because i'm just like i don't know man i'm just like so kooky like that man i want to uh have one i don't know like in the middle of the show just you know have my own little advertisement i mean i'm not really trying to push you guys to buy any of my stuff but i am just kind of telling you what i'm doing you know i, I started this website that was hard enough. I had to create the website, which still hasn't been done. And then, uh, you know, I started a podcast in the middle of all that, which all had to come together. Uh, a lot of people ask me, like, why is it called Camp Citrus? I have a lot of people ask me if their kids can go there. It's, it's not a physical camp. Uh, I chose Camp Citrus because I really just wanted to get it. I just wanted to get a uh, name done, and uh, I think I ended up going to the uh, registrar's office for, for names, and um, some I wanted. I don't. I think it was Clementine was what I was kind of looking at. Like it was orange based. I don't know why. I love oranges. Everyone knows, like my family knows I love oranges. My daughter wanted me to name it Clementine after like oranges and Camp Citrus was available and it was easy and the name wasn't as important to me as you know you would think a name would be in a something that like this like a business or brand or whatever so I just took Camp Citrus and uh, kind of rolled with it. And that's kind of how I got to where we're at right now is just by moving forward. Like, you know, you can't think too long about something, man, or nothing will ever get done. So Camp Citrus, it's kind of stuck with me. I liked the uh, like the name, man, just took it. It wasn't I mean, there were I could have thought about it for for another five years. You know, it wouldn't have mattered. Uh, 
I just kind of saw that one was available, took it. It's pretty funny, though, when people do ask me if, like, their kids can go to Camp Citrus. I'm like, nah, it's not a real camp. Maybe one day, though, right? Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get hats made, check that out. Custom lids. Um, yeah, man, I'm taking that class at NC State. I'm super stoked about that. That's when the podcast might get a little choppy there because I'm going to be doing T-shirts for six weeks. Uh, I'll put all that information on the podcast and put all these, all the, I'm going to definitely be documenting that through photographs, put that on Instagram and, uh, you know, we're just going to keep it going and I'm definitely going to have side projects. The The problem with me and all these projects is it's like, I also have to like, you know, fix something in my attic and change the, uh, bulb on the side of my chimney and you know like yard work doesn't stop and i got three kids and they're all involved in sports and so it's like you know getting this stuff done is 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 a little tricky for me but hopefully we can keep it going oh speaking of t-shirts man i do want to tell this story so i've been making t-shirts for 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 a while and uh I used to work at this place where it was like a venue where all these famous people would come. It was a music venue, but they could have other shows. You know, they would have like puppet shows. And I mean, I guess they could have a comedian. They could have anything. It was like basically a stage outside and you could have anybody you want. So I worked there and um, we had Cheryl Crow. She was coming and uh, I was in charge of all the food and beverage outside. So... I was really excited Cheryl Crow was coming. I'm not a big Cheryl Crow fan, but it was like one of the bigger names of that summer. And, you know, I had a great staff. We all hung out after work and we were all good, good friends. So, and I make shirts. So I decided to make this shirt, a Cheryl Crow shirt. It was basically the Crow from the movie, the Crow, like Brandon Lee. And, um, it said Cheryl in the middle of the crow. And uh, so I made like, I don't know, maybe 10 of those. But the way I would make them, because I didn't know how to screen print back then. I didn't even know. To be honest with you, I didn't even know what screen printing was. And I always thought it was super absurd that when I went to like a shop to get a shirt made, that they wanted to charge me so much money. Because I didn't understand that they have to make an actual screen and then print the shirts. Like I just didn't get any of that. So what I would do, instead of like making a stencil where you push the the um, ink through, I would make like a giant stamp and basically put the ink on the stamp and then stamp the shirt. So you know you have like an inverse stamp. That way, you know when you put it on the shirt, it comes out forward it comes out the right way and um so i made all these shirts and then when i got to work i'm handing them out and i probably didn't make enough i mean i made enough for my staff but i probably could have made more for more staff and um but i didn't and you know it's one of those things like i said i'm really busy it's pressed for time you know you just do what you can it's what you that's all you can do and um blah 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 my boss my boss at the time came to me and was like look man you know you really we're not sure if you can wear these shirts but it's the day of the show i'm not turning them inside out i mean i spent a lot of time on this we're at um a location where i felt like the shirt should be celebrated i mean you know People are kind of like, there's a little bit of chatter of like, what if her lawyer gets involved? And I'm like, you know, she doesn't have this copyrighted. Like, I just created this. And, uh, you know, I just took an image of a a, a silhouette of a seagull. It wasn't even a crow. It wasn't, I I I didn't copy anything. Blah, blah, blah. I don't take the shirt off. My whole staff's wearing the shirts. People are asking, talking about these shirts. They're asking if we can buy the shirts. You know, it's it's getting kind of 
it's getting kind of crazy. And I, uh, I'm like, you know, I should have made more, but I didn't, I didn't know that. And, um, you know, they're, they're, people are freaking out. Like they're asking me to take, take the shirt off. I'm not taking it off. They're asking me to where they can buy them. They're, they're, you know, the shirts are, there's a big buzz about these shirts. And, um, you know, they're talking about lawyers and what would happen if her team sees them. And I'm just kind of like, you know, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking, look, look, I made these shirts in my garage. I want to wear them. I made them for everybody. We're having a good time. We all like each other, blah, blah, blah. We're not taking them off. So everything goes smooth. End of the night, um, I'm putting some food away, you know, hanging out in the kitchen. And uh, this girl comes up to me. This is like a uh, server. And she's like, hey, man, did you make these shirts? And I'm like, yeah, I made the shirts. And she's like, look, man, somebody wants to talk to you outside about these shirts. And I'm just kind of like, are you serious? And she's like, yeah, you need to come out here. So I go out to the little, like, area. It's almost like the outside, right outside the green room. And uh, this guy's like, did you make these shirts? And I'm like, yeah, I made them. He's like, dude, these shirts are awesome. Cheryl Crow wants to talk to you. So Cheryl Crow comes in, and she's like, I love these shirts. Can I get one of these shirts? I don't have any more shirts. So I'm like, no, but... I really like your music. I don't know. I just, that's kind of the, like, I'm just kind of like freaking out. And then it's Cheryl Crow and she loved them. She's like, can I take a picture of the shirt? Can I, and I, I mean, I would have gave her the shirt off my back, but man, I've been cooking and cleaning and it was like greasy and gross, but uh, she loved it, man. And, you know, I'm really glad I stuck with it. I, you know, we hung out for a little bit. I, I did end up, um, they did want me to send them one, but I never made any more. It just kind of was like, I made 10 and that was that was it. And uh, I would have gave Cheryl Crow one. If she hears this and she wants one, I still have that stamp, man. I mean, I could make you one right now. I just didn't get your information. I think you gave it, I think the information was given to another guy who didn't make the shirts. And uh, I don't talk to that guy anymore, so I don't have the information for like her manager or anything. But yeah, man, that's a crazy story. I, I got a bunch of those kind of stories about these shirts, man. Just like where I, I made them and there was a buzz, man. Every time I made them, and I, if you know me, you probably have one of my shirts. I mean, I, I love... I. I don't know why. I thought I was like a fashion designer, but they were just like t-shirts with like little prints on them, man. And uh, I would make shirts for like teams I liked. I mean, you know, when you're young, you just feel like, I just felt like I didn't even need to wear other people's stuff because I had my own. I don't know. I was always been creative and I just like, I don't know, it's just so weird. I don't know. I just always, I just loved having stuff too that like no one else could obtain so just i don't know just another story about shirts just kind of rambling on this one man but i'm gonna keep it going um another thing people always ask me too is like will i design a tattoo for them and uh to be honest man i i won't i mean that's a tough one, man. It's like almost asking someone to, um, for like, like giving someone financial advice. Like, you want me to draw something that's going to be on your body forever. Like, you know, I don't want to recommend some stock and you put all your money into it and then you lose it and then you're mad at me. Like, yeah, I might draw something you think is real cool at the time and then you. I don't know, something happens in your life and you hate it. And now you, we have a weird relationship, you know. I, I don't know why I feel that way. I just, I'd rather you, I mean, that's what the tattoo artist is for. You know, that's what you're paying them for. You, know, you don't want me to do it. But I get a lot of that. And a lot of like, will you draw my children? And 
it's not that I can't do that. It's just so much pressure, man. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's the pressure. I'm just, I don't know, man. Not good with that kind of pressure. Um. Oh, you know what? I'm going to try this new thing where I, uh, I got a question and uh, I will answer it. So this person said, I'm ashamed of my art ideas and I need advice. I'll go ahead and read you the question and then I'll answer it. I always heard people talk about a lack of motivation. Advice when you hate your art. Art block, lack of ideas. But I never saw someone talk about it and I need your advice. For some time now, I've been slow on drawing and making art because I'm ashamed of my, my art ideas. Like, they aren't good enough to become a full art piece. I think they are lame and stupid, or just simply too weird and outside the norms to be worth spending time on. The hard part is, I still like them, and my mind almost tells me that I should do them, making it hard to think of other more valuable ideas to do. Do you have any suggestions on how I can combat this problem? Well, this is from Ruby the Dragon, one, two, three. Check it out, Ruby. You should just do your ideas, man. Especially if you can't get them off your mind. Just do it and then move on. And uh, I would say too, man, like if you have like a weird idea that you're not sure about, a lot of times just take that to the sketchbook and play with it because it... Yeah, everything doesn't have to be some giant canvas final product. Like, you know, a lot of stuff you just have to work out in a sketchbook and figure out where that'll go. Now, if you think it's if you think it's lame, that might be a problem. Like, you know, I I don't know what these ideas are, but you know, the uncertainty is always going to be there. But if you, if it's something within your range of talent and in your wheelhouse, you should do it. I mean, just do it and then move on. Like, there's time to do all of these ideas. It's just you got to do it. Like, sitting around thinking about it, you know, that's not going to uh, that's not gonna solve anything. So, you know, whatever you think is weird is probably going to be right up the alley of somebody and that that's that's what art is man just trying to figure out you know you know like uh who your audience is really i mean you do enough weird stuff you're gonna find a crowd and uh i highly recommend that you just go forward with it man and like i said you don't have to do like a final piece that's you know, this thing, if, if you get to the sketchbook and, and you don't like it, then that's the end. Just put it down. Um, you know, I've never, I've, I've had, I don't I wouldn't say I've had art block. There's just, been, I, there has been times in my life where I just took off years. Like, I mean, that happens. And uh, I have found too, man, one of my biggest problems though is like I'll move from, medium to medium and uh you know a lot of times like that will it's hard to jump back you know like you know like even making the website like i build it up a little bit and then take three months off and then i come back and i can't remember how to change the price on something or something so i have to like relearn it all so you know it's not really art block but it definitely persuades me to go like it's like relearning all the time which maybe might help i don't know but yeah i mean that's really not what you're talking about but <laughs> but uh i mean you know i think i took those years off because i was so busy or it wasn't really lack of ideas but, I mean, I think a lot of people are looking for weird ideas because nobody wants to see the same thing over and over and over, you know, like, and that's pretty much what 
what's happening in the world. I mean, that's why they keep remaking all these movies and doing movies of the same same stuff. But, you know, like, weirder the better at this point to me, man. Keep it up. You know, like, I, I will push forward through this, man. This sounds like, sounds like you might be on to something. You just don't realize it. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I mean, then you said, you know, like, I should do them, but making it hard to think of other more valuable ideas to do. I mean, there's really nothing that, you know, it's hard to say what's more valuable and what is less valuable until until it's done. And then, you know, you put it on the wall and compare it. But, I mean, what you should do is just write all of your ideas down. Uh, see which ones are you're most comfortable with and in your wheelhouse of what you can do. And those should kind of move to the top as far as priority wise and make those first and then play with those other ideas um, until you can kind of figure out how you want them to work. And, you know, I feel like a lot of times too, man, you know, you start something with this intention and then, uh, halfway through it, man, you know, it might change completely. But I think for you, you know, if it's a lack of motivation, that's just, that's personality thing. You're going to have to just push through and change, man. Like, um, you know, keep doing art for like two weeks straight and you should get right into like make it part of your daily routine and then it should be pretty easy to do after that and you know that's i'm one of, like one of my things is like if you come home and you don't want to do you know work on the same piece then move to the next one or have three projects going at once and then you can kind of pick may never finish i mean that's the problem with that is like then you have to go back and finish this other one but man yeah i mean i would say keep keep going man just keep going and uh you should make them all that's i mean you know you can't if you make a long long enough list you'll never make them all but it'll help you determine which ones are priority and which ones are then you can start putting them on like value them and put say this one's more valuable this one's less valuable um but yeah never be ashamed of your ideas i mean that's just silly I don't know how crazy your ideas are, and uh, but I will say that there's probably room in this world for however crazy or weird they are, and you should never really put yourself down thinking they're lame or stupid. You know, that's just that's just you beating yourself up. You got to get past that. So look, that's all I'm gonna say to you, Ruby the Dragon. One, two, three. But, uh, man, you know, I, I wish the best for you. And uh, I'm going to have to get some more questions. This is like a pretty easy s segment I could do. If you, the listener, have questions about art, even if you're not an artist, but you just want to know uh, some anything, anything, I'll answer it. Man, if you have relationship questions, if you have bicycling questions, if you have cooking questions, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty good on those things. Um, if you have podcasting questions, website making questions, I might be able to handle those. Um, where I am not good at is, uh, you know, anger management, uh, you know, just basic, like, uh, computer, Microsoft, uh, financial advice. I don't give that. I will not draw your kids. I can't do tattoos. Uh, I did give myself a tattoo one time. I don't know what I was thinking, and it's not that great, but somehow I, uh, gave myself a tattoo, man, and it's still there, so... I will never do that uh, for you, but um, yeah, man, uh, new segment, right in, any question, I'll answer any question, um, 
I really don't care, you know, like uh, I'll give you the best advice I can. And uh, if it doesn't work out for you, you know, don't be mad. Uh, I'm just a guy with a podcast trying to fill some time. So I'll answer to the best of my knowledge. But man, you know, I, I, I don't want you to like take it to the bank and, you know, wind up mad at me. You know, I'm just like I said, I'm not an expert. I'm just kind of telling you what it is. And uh, all right, let's move on from that. So let's see. Oh, one thing I did that I really enjoyed was uh, me and my wife and one of my kids went to a professional soccer game the other night. And, uh, you know, we've been to a few of them, but it's been a while because of the pandemic. And, uh, man, it was I just really enjoyed it. And I enjoy soccer, and I enjoy my family, and I enjoy all of that stuff. Um, oh, my son did get a pretzel that was slamming. Oh, my God, dude. This pretzel was amazing. But that's irrelevant. Um, God, man, I can't wait to go back and get one of those pretzels, though. But uh, we went to a game, a soccer game, and... It's been so long, you know, like, it's been a while since, you know, like, because of the pandemic and stuff, like, that they allow this kind of stuff, but the game started at 7 or whatever, went to 9 or 9.30, and, uh, oh my god, just to sit out in a stadium at night under, like, nice, cool breeze, like, you know, I wore, like, a hoodie and shorts, and uh, it's like the spring nights. Oh, it's just amazing, man. Especially spend it with my family, who I love. Uh, I mean, the soccer game was good, but man, I mean, it just, it feels good to be, like, able to do that and the weather being so nice. And uh, I just really recommend you get out, man, and enjoy life, you know, and a pretzel. It's really important. You know, like, go to a minor league baseball game or a professional game or... Uh, I, I, you know, I know playoffs are about to start with hockey and that's a lot of fun. If you can get out there with your family, go, man. But, uh, I do this personally, I'm kind of saying like outdoors, man, go camping or, uh, anything you can do to get outside with your loved ones and a pretzel is really what I'm saying because, uh, I had so much fun. I just really enjoyed it. And I want to pass that on to you if you can do it. Even if not, man, grab a coworker and uh, some beers, man, and go sit in a parking lot somewhere. You'll enjoy it, and I promise you that. Uh, so to finalize this episode, the last thing we always do is we do, uh, I recommend something, a hidden gem, or, uh, you know, something uh, that I find not a lot of people know about, but I love. And uh, this week... My I got my guy uh, Anderson East. I don't know if you know who this is, but I think he's about to blow up. He just came out with this new song. Um, I think it's Madeline. But uh, Anderson East is like a um, he's like an artist. I would say singer songwriter, but I say that about everybody. Um, guy, he's so good. I saw him live at. Uh, in a small venue and it was just amazing he he sings he's got two albums out one is called delilah and his newest one is encore and uh yeah he's an american musician out of uh nashville and it's he's it's really good man i mean um Definitely check this guy out. Anderson East. Just, I know he's got a new album coming out, so I think he is about to blow up. I think I heard him on the radio the other day, which is really weird. uh, Because I've been listening to this guy for a while, and uh, I've never heard him outside of, like, my uh, car. And uh, this guy, you know, it's, it was crazy, man. I heard him at a, at the pool at a hotel. But, um, yeah, man, check this guy out, Anderson East. And if you get a chance to see him, 
go see him, man. Puts on a great show. This guy is amazing. I think at one point he was dating um he was dating um Blake Shelton's ex-wife. I don't know what her name is, but let me think. Her name is Miranda Lambert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I, dude, this guy is amazing, dude. I'm telling you, he's like check him out. All right, that's the show. I appreciate you listening. Enjoy life, get outside compliment people make other people feel good about themselves you know every night there's a beautiful sky go enjoy that get yourself a pretzel um you know i'm about to take this class keep an eye out for those t-shirts and uh i don't know man take care of yourself see you again real soon no doubt peace one love amen zion Enjoy your life, man. Take care and thanks for listening. Be easy. I hate to say it, but this is the end of another Camp Citrus, the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've been inspired to get out there and create something of your own. Feel free to send pictures of your artwork, stories, ideas, or questions campcitrus at gmail.com Also, be sure to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Camp Citrus. And finally, we've made it easy for you to get all your Camp Citrus in one location, campcitrus.com Be sure to check it out. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you again next Wednesday.